What? 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 We are coming to you live from the Drama Graduate Podcast. This is the Call Ryan episode. There's <laughs> <laughs> like school hurling food like that. That's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it is. I was like, oh my god, I'm in a play. Or oh, rice cakes funny? Yeah, they're funny. <laughs> yeah. Freestyle! Word was getting round about me. Yeah, yeah, in that yeah. moment, I was a turkey. Like, Hello everybody, welcome to the Drama Graduate Podcast, uh, our series of specials continues. I'm not sure which one this is going to be in terms of the lineage, but um, it's, uh, it's, it's Dara Field here, um, as ever, and I'm joined today by my good friend and classmate, uh, Mr. Cahill Ryan. What? Dara, I'm eating my lunch. <laughs> Such a god. <laughs> For a second I was like... Why are you following me? Boy? Yeah, shut up, <laughs> Oh yeah. I actually don't have. I was thinking about this before I came in. In terms of like podcast knowledge, I haven't got that much. Yeah. I wouldn't be like the biggest. I don't want to say fan, but like I'd listen to you. I'd listen to two yeah, Johnnies. Two Johnnies. <laughs> um, Auntie Donna and. Do Auntie Donna have a podcast? Yeah, it's and it's just them like doing characters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of their like a lot of their sketches come from the podcast. Oh. And then okay. like my dad wrote a porno. I've started listening to watching. Oh, that. I've heard about that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see, this is the thing. Even though we've been in the same year for like three years, and I consider you like one of my closest friends, I don't think we've ever had the conversation of how you actually got into it all. Because mm-hmm. um, it's one of those things that like, and I think I said this in the first series, of like, it's kind of a given that we all do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's kind of obvious. But like, how did it, how did it prop up for you? Like, how did, how did you discover acting? Or like, what was your, like, how did you find yourself in a position that acting was a possibility for you? And how did that lead to getting to where you are now? Yeah. Um, so I grew up in England, actually, but moved moved over to Ireland. All my family is Irish. Mum and dad are Irish and stuff. Um, when I was maybe eight or nine or, or something. Yeah. Uh, to uh, just outside Thurles in Tipperary in a small parish called The Rag. Mm. And it was very much like I got off the plane, a hurley was taped into my hand, and I wasn't allowed to put it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like, I just found hurling and like just loved it. And yeah. like, um, in terms of like theatre facilities for young people around Thurlis and Tipperary at the time, mm. I'm not sure if there was any because I was so happy yeah. playing hurling. Like, I used to have. I used to have, we're still very good friends. Um, <laughs> uh, my friend Brian, uh, like we would just like, we'd go to school and then we'd go to the hurling field after after school or like at the weekend you'd have a match and then you'd finish your match and you'd stay around the field playing all night. Yeah. And like so happy to do that. Mm. Um, but looking back on it now, I'm like, oh, like it would have been nice if I could have like explored other like um, hobbies and stuff at the time. But I think yeah. you just get so, and then when you get a bit older and the competitive edge comes into it, it just becomes your life. It's like school, hurling and food, like that. That's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it is in Tipperary for me anyway. Yeah. And just loving that. And I remember I have a granduncle and a few other people on, on my dad's side of the family who were involved in like the local drama group and stuff. And mm. I used to go as a kid to just see, see the shows um, 
I remember I saw a production of A Whistle in the Dark, which is one of my oh, favorite yeah, movies yeah, now. Yeah. And it was only a thing last year where I was like thinking about it and I was like, oh my God, I saw that play when I was a young kid. Yeah. But um, just see, watching plays and like we used to have like a local drama group in, in the rag as well and just going to these plays and just so happy to sit there and watch mm. and really enjoying watching them, but it never crossing my brain at all that I could do it or I could yeah, join. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was like a music, there's a musical theatre group for young people in Thurless, um, I think Phoenix Productions. Right. And again, like I was just so busy hurling that I was like, oh, like I haven't time for that. Like I don't, I never being like, oh, maybe I could try balance the two. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's yeah. such a thing like that. My, my parents would definitely have let me do the two or like yeah. would have met at work. But I was just so like, never even crossed my mind. Yeah, yeah. So then when I got a bit more cop on and like, I don't know that that transition year in school where you're like okay I'm gonna try some stuff I um, got involved with that that group out in the rag that local drama group and like again I hadn't much experience about like primary school plays and like going to see those plays and enjoying them but I was like I really want to get involved in this yeah and they, they would do plays that like there wouldn't be too many parts for young people in yeah because rightly so, not many young people got involved. And I remember being like, oh, I just go down and like, if I can get involved at all, like I just want to be in that room and see what it's like. And I remember the first day I was there, um, the guy who was supposed to play this part wasn't there and they asked me to read. Right. And I read it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm in a play. <laughs> the thing where like, they were like, oh yeah, we don't know if he's getting involved. Um, but sure, Carl, you can read away there for a few weeks. And I remember going back like twice a week, whenever they have rehearsals, praying he wouldn't be there. Yeah. Just so I could read the part again. And then like being like, me just trying to ask him passing, being like, oh, is he, is he getting involved? Just, just wondering like, yeah. hoping he wasn't. And eventually then he didn't. And I got mm. to do this tiny part. And it was such a big deal for me, just cause like, my first like proper play <laughs> and like it was like it was a pure like comedy like it was just a real enjoyment thing there was no like grit to the play whatever yeah, it was yeah, but I just yeah. loved it and I went back the following year and that's kind of when I goes okay like I kind of want to pursue this I really enjoy this this is something that and then getting to my leaving cert and saying to my mum and dad oh acting and rightly so they were a bit like where, where is this coming out <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you haven't done much and I was like yeah I know but like I think that's that's what I want to do. Yeah. Um, no idea if I was any good at it. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, so then I found this course in Galway, um, Arts with Performing Arts in NUIG, and it seemed to be a nice happy medium where I would do an arts degree but also doing performing arts classes. And at the time, that just seemed right for me. Yeah. Um, I had heard of the Lear, but to me it was this like castle on a hill. Do you know mm, what I mean? That yeah, like yeah. people would... Jaws that could cut ice went to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. for me, who didn't know what a monologue was, or like just no idea of like, or even like Shakespeare plays other than what I did for my leaving cert. Like just not having an understanding of that. Yeah. Went to Galway for this course with arts with performing arts, and that's just when things went from one to a hundred. Mm. It was just like in drama sock and stuff. When I just say like a fish to water. Yeah. Is that the phrase? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just fell in love with it, like, mm. in an instant. Like, um, I remember I went into the first day of class, and it actually turned out we only had, like, four or five hours of actual drama lessons. Yeah. Like, the main chunk of the course was my arts degree, which I did in geography and economics. And kind of getting tick about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I only have four or five hours theatre. Well, Jesus, I'm going to learn. Yeah. And kind of like, 
I think in my lack of understanding, I was going to Galway being like, oh, this is like, like this is a theatre degree in the same way the Lear is. And then yeah, kind of like yeah, slowly yeah. realising it wasn't that mm. and getting thick and being like, well, I'm going to get what I can out of this. So I started getting involved in Dramsock and and the musical society and just like any opportunity. I ended up doing the Mockness Parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the first year I did the Mockness Parade, I was just dressed in black, pushing a float around and then going back the next year to actually be in it. Yeah. And just had a real hunger about me mm. and to get involved and, and just work on it as much as I could. And then kind of two years into the course, I could see that I was getting parts. Like if I auditioned for a play, I was getting cast and yeah. like people were being like, God, you have a knack for this. Mm. And um, and then that's when it really started crossing my mind, like, oh, maybe like somewhere like the Lear, I could give this a stab. Like I, I now have stage experience that I didn't have before. Like this is what I want to do. Yeah. And then just being surrounded by so many people that I loved in Galway, being in that little creative hub that was Galway, like it's like a big town, just mm. doing all these plays. Like I used to like be walking through college with like a stack of seven scripts that I was doing all at once, crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just being like, no, this is good for me. This is healthy. I, I'm going to finish this degree out. And then when I get to fourth year, that's when I'll audition. Mm. Um, and then once I had decided that, it was quite freeing because I could go on and keep making my mistakes in Dramsock. I wrote a few plays with Dramsock. Um, got to final year then, and I was lucky enough, uh, I was thinking about auditioning, and then one of the, the drama lecturers in NUIG got asked to direct a rehearsed reading of James Joyce and Yeats, and he asked me to play Joyce and my best friend Shane to play Yeats. And so then, it was kind of a thing of like, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. I did the reading for him and then asked him to give me a hand with prepping for schools and stuff. Right, okay, okay. And then he's the one who directed my monologues and got me ready for auditions and stuff. And here I am. I went on to audition for the Lear, got accepted. Jesus. And now I'm recording the Drama Graduate podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three years later. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a really, like, it was a really... Because people talk about, like, oh, you're here... Um, like would you change like the, the, the route if you could go back but like mm. those four years in Galway and stuff were just so healthy for me to to make mistakes to build a hunger in me that I have now do you know what I mean and yeah, I think yeah, yeah. if I came straight from leaving search not that there's anything wrong coming from leaving search but for me mm. I needed to fall in love with all the avenues of theatre yeah, yeah. to now have this hunger that I have now stepping out to the industry that I probably yeah. wouldn't have been as grateful for had I have come straight through yeah like, because I, I, I do think that it is gas that you, you sort of had my entire childhood and adolescence involvement in theatre in the space of four years in Galway. Um, and I think it is so important to have that. I mean, and like, I, I always marvel at the people who never try their hand at acting and audition for the year or any drama school and then just get in. Like, I think you have, to, I think it's important to have that sort of time when you can just love it because even though, like, you know, obviously you still love it in here but it's it's taxing as well because it's you know it goes from being the thing that you know you, you do with your mates to a very concentrated uh, energetic and intense environment of, uh, of work and stuff yeah I um, think it's, um, it's, it's it's like two types of passion I found because when I was when I was involved in Dramsock back in NUIG and stuff uh, recently the guys at Dramsack at the moment, they do like a monthly magazine and they asked me to like do like a 60 seconds with um, as someone who's gone on to do a conservatory training. 
and they were like, can you write a response for Dramsock? And I said, the reason Dramsock works is, I don't know what I said, I think it's because it runs on passion. I was like, mm. the actor stops their warm up on opening night to foot the ladder for the lighting design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what we were. We were just like a group of friends who were just doing whatever we could to get the thing up and running. Yeah. And if that was, you were painting a set mm. in between scenes in the blackout and then running off, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what it took. And to get that like, oh, we're all in this together passion and like, let's yeah. just get this thing up yeah. to now be in like a conservatory training where I just need to focus on acting and performance. Mm. Um, that's definitely a different shift, I suppose, where like we have the SMTTs thankfully to look after all that stuff and we yeah, just yeah, need yeah. To, to focus on what we do and do you think that's something that you know you, you miss like do you think that's that's a, that's an avenue avenue of it that when you're doing things in the future you'll pick that that spirit back up um I, th- I don't think I've ever lost that spirit in the sense like I think um like I'll definitely go on to like write and produce work and stuff and I think and like to get like I'm very excited to create and, and get back to that kind of like creating a show as mm. opposed to like just being in it and kind of yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, where did the writing come from? writing? yeah did you write before you went to uh, Galway or was it just something that I popped up then? so I've written two plays <laughs> <laughs> I've written two plays and like this is where the writing come from I was the first year rep for for NUIG Dramsock mm. when I was in third year and one of my jobs was to put the fresher play together right and they were like go find a script and I was looking for a script and it was like very much like you need to find a script with like quite a large cast young people something that would get new members excited to audition for yeah and I was looking and I could not find anything Mm. and I was sitting beside again my best friend Shane at the time and I just turned to him and I went oh, I think I'll write something <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and he just looked back and like immediately on board he yeah I'll do it with you and that was it yeah, 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 yeah. it just became this thing where like we'd lock ourselves in a room and just start like firing bits at each other and being like oh are rice cakes funny yeah they're funny <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and just like it just became this beautiful thing of like <laughs> Um, Pure just came from a place of like friendship and like yeah, yeah, yeah collaboration which then made me fall in love with writing yeah to then go on and do and then again like the year after I think I was sitting in the BOI theatre in NUIG and just like sitting there being like god I love this building I yeah. was like and like feeling like the energy just from the walls to be like these walls have seen so much like I think I don't know when that building was built but like the amount of plays and then they just get ripped down the next week there's another play there and just being like oh like I've been so busy whenever I've been in this room I've never taken a moment to like soak it all in yeah and I was like I'm gonna write a play about it <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah and just wrote like a site specific play for that theatre where it was about like a group of um Dead set, wasn't it? Dead set, it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like this theatre company had a tradition that they'd do their show, they'd take down the set and then they'd have a few drinks in the theatre. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I had this idea where I wanted to do, it mightn't have been the first, I'm going to claim it was the first, <laughs> the first Dramsock play of all mature students. And I went looking for mature students and oh, stuff, so okay, I yeah, yeah. found a group of mature students to do it for me. Just because I didn't want to go putting dry shampoo in people's hair and stuff. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I had had grey hair but yeah, yeah. I just didn't want to be drawn on wrinkles not that the people had yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, 
it was just a really like there was no set and to me it was important then that there was no gimmicks or there was no costume that the people yeah, because yeah. they were in the space that they looked like how they should have looked yeah um, so I think the long winded answer is I so far I've just written when an idea comes and I really enjoy it then yeah, yeah. Um, but then it's been nice to do the bit of writing that we've done in the three years where I've been put mm. under pressure to come up with something yeah um, but yeah it is something I plan on doing do you prefer writing by yourself or in like like that time with Shane when you were uh, in collaboration? That time with Shane, I think I've never had so much fun than we did with putting that show together. Yeah. Um, but again, like it kind of depends on on the idea. I do. I think selfishly, as a young person coming out into the industry and stuff, you do write. I know I I can, I can speak from I often now if I ever sit down to write I'll have myself in mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, me too. Yeah. So usually I'll write then for myself and see where it comes and like even like over lockdown and stuff I was one of the people who go right I've got to become the next Shakespeare um, mm. better start writing and I was just writing a play and I was like I'm writing this for the wrong reasons I'm writing yeah, this because yeah. I'm in lockdown not because I want to this mm. is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now I have two acts of a play called Grains. And I think the name in itself just shows <laughs> Grains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're listening and this makes the cut, you won't be seeing that play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you enjoy auditioning? Um, do I enjoy auditioning? I remember loving my audition for drama school. Really? Oh, I adored it. I remember like, I think there was a level of excitement for it as well. I remember the first audition, I didn't enjoy. Yeah. I didn't enjoy the first audition. I came out of the first audition being like, ah, oh, well, that was... Nice try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, because... The first audition is, is very like here I am. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. me. I am Cahill. Here, here is me performing Proteus, and here is me performing the Walward farce. Yeah. Do you like it? Mm. Um, and the interview then. Whereas the second round, I just kind of went into it, and I had no idea what I was going to be asked, what yeah. I was going to be asked to do. All I knew was I had my speeches, and they were going to mind me through the audition. Mm. And it's something that I wouldn't often feel because I am a person who needs a bit of a system and needs to get it right where I was just so like oh my god this is so out of my hands yeah there's literally I can't prepare for this I know my speeches I practice them like the back of my hand it's kind of out of my hands what goes on in this room today mm. and like I kind of wish I took that into my training a bit more than I did <laughs> I yeah, 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 yeah. just going in and just being like well nothing I can do like I don't know and I remember being asked to do some like ridiculous stuff yeah and just being like well you're obviously not looking to see if I can portray this character because you wouldn't be asking me to do it in this way if you yeah, were yeah, so yeah. I'm just going to give you the best I can and mm. if, if you take that that would be great yeah and that was really freeing for me in my second round mm. and then I think when you're then when you're doing the third round you're like oh I'm in the third round you're kind of like you can't help but back yourself a bit yeah and then you're like you're coming up to the leer for the day and again, like I think when you're auditioning for these drama schools, there's still an element of they're kind of that castle on the hill. Yeah, and yeah. You've yeah. kind of been invited in for your dinner that day. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still not like 
they're not quite there. They're not yeah, giving yeah, you a yeah. veg yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so there was that kind of like, oh god, I'm in the leer for the day, and like, as much as I want this and I want to get accepted, like, I'm gonna take my day in the leer and just try enjoy that. And again, like, I think we were working. You do different workshops and stuff. Yeah. And just being like. I've never done this before, so I'm not fully sure what they're asking, but all I can do is just invest yeah. and like be open. And if they ask me to spin on my head, I don't know if I can do that, but I'll sure as well try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't ask me to spin on my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's yeah. listening now, shitting themselves. They're like, what? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, in terms of like a drama school audition, from my experience, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, there was such a moment where I was in one of the schools I auditioned for, we were doing like a dance part of the the audition right and i knew it was coming and this woman was she was she put on this music and she was giving us she was like charleston and you just had to like improv charleston the best you yeah. could yeah yeah yeah. And i knew it was coming and she was firing on different things and they just went freestyle <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. there was that half there was that all like there was that inhale everybody went here we go <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and you could just see that was the moment where you could see who was getting in because some people yeah, yeah, yeah. like myself went I'm here now. And yeah, I yeah, to, like, yeah, I can't, yeah, Like, if you showed me 10 clips of me dancing, I could not pick out which one I did. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. I just went. I was like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whereas yeah. you heard the people who were like, oh my God, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah. be over. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had, yeah, I had a similar thing of when I was auditioning because I think as well, it's funny, like coming through the foundation and auditioning, there's a certain sense that particularly if you're auditioning in the place that you did your foundation in, you kind of come in and you're like, well, I know the building, I know the teachers, and it's kind of hard not to have that sense of like, oh, this is like my fucking home. But I, I remember my, the, the day I did my second and third round, both days, and it was kind of how I approached foundation as well. I was like, do you know what? Today could be my last day mm. of acting. Yeah. Like I could literally, after this day- Of acting. Of just <laughs> acting at all. Like I was like, t- after today, I might never be in a position to do any of this shit. So like, I think it's hard sometimes, but I think it's a thing that you kind of have to really tell yourself is like, to not have too many expectations or like that thing of, you know, they don't owe you anything. You're going in there and you're giving them your best and then they reciprocate what they can. Um, But I think that's a really healthy way to audition. Um, God knows I've done some auditions that, you know, weren't like that. What What was your first audition? As in, like, not drama school, but in general, like, what was the first audition you've ever done? Um, like, I auditioned for, like, school musicals and stuff. Um, my first audition, where I actually went in Red Lines, it was probably, oh my god, literally just speaking about it now, I, like, remember... I auditioned when I was in first year in Galway, I auditioned for the Fresher play, or I auditioned for the sets of plays. And it was called, it was a show called Bouncers or something. Right. A great play, I, I didn't get in. And I remember just reading the lines and like mid audition, like sitting on the audition desk, like kind of like, do you know the way you would like half sit on a desk? Yeah, 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 yeah. That for some reason. And now that I've thought of it, I'm gonna wake up tonight and just like, Curling, <laughs> yeah, that was my first audition. I remember my first audition. I, because uh, I had, I, I kind of considered my first proper audition because all my other auditions were like for stage school shows that 
you know, I was going to be in them anyway because I was part of the group, but yeah. it was just auditioning for different parts. And I only up until this point had done pantos and like Fesh Matthews and school musicals and all that shit. Shit, it's, it, they're great. But I came to audition for this play in the cat club and I was auditioning at the back and I was only like like 10 or 11 at the time. It was like a really young part in this like really dramatic play. And I auditioned with a monologue about how this young kid watched his mom jump off a bell tower. Right. And because I had only done like Fesh Matthews and stuff, I had learned a certain way yeah. of saying monologues, one of which was smile so that people will know that you're enjoying yourself. Right. So I smiled throughout the entire thing. And it was more, it's, it's like a bit that we would do. Like I smiled through the entire thing and then after I was like, great, yeah, Derek, could you maybe try it this time? Like, like he is sad, you know, that his mom just died. And he's like, yeah, yeah, cool. And I just did the exact same thing again. And like, I think God loved them. They gave me like one more chance. And then I was just like, nah, this is just an worse. Like it was just like it was those kind of situations for years where I just wouldn't move on past, um, like being flexible. It was only really in drama school that 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 sort of kicked in. Um, but I think that's okay. I think, and it's something people who reach out to me. It's something that I say. It's. I think in the first round. Through, through, across the schools not just the one we go to but from my knowledge like the first round again you show yourself you're like here I am yeah. I'm Cahill Ryan I can act um, uh, here's my interview like my head is screwed on and then the second round is that kind of thing of like here I am I can act and I can act a different way as well yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah, just like yeah, it's yeah. just being and that might that sounds intimidating to be like oh I've got to get direction and change on the spot and blah 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 but you don't have to like give this you don't have to give a fully convincing performance and then give another totally different convincing performance they just want to see you change and, yeah, and just do yeah, something yeah. like they're there to help you make that change so take mm. that help make that change um, I, I advise people to just try take it as a rehearsal as much as you can do you yeah. know what I mean? like they've they're aware that these monologues mean so much to you Mm. they're the ones that you've been saying in the shower for the last few months they're the yeah, ones that yeah, you've yeah. sat your friends down like being like watch this watch this yeah yeah that you've got yourself into a set way recalls and stuff they just they're looking for people to train not people to win Oscars do you know what I mean they yeah, just want yeah, to see yeah. people who are open to taking stuff on board um, and just willing to give it a go and like happy for it to not be perfect do you know what I mean yeah um yeah. And then coming back to then uh, key theatre because like how did that like I love the way we're like acting like I haven't asked you this question before. How did that like manifest itself? Like how did you arrive at the decision to A, start doing them and then B, progress it into setting it up as, a, as an actual company. Yeah, not sure. so as I said earlier, like I was someone who, who came out of leaving CERT with an interest in, in theatre and drama and being like absolutely fully supported by my teachers and by my parents to be like, yeah, like, let's pursue that maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. Yes, they were like, oh, there's this course in Galway that also has 
uh, an arts degree so maybe that's something to look at but like if you want to go for the Lear absolutely make a stab at it like I'm not saying I was held back in any way at all yeah, but yeah, yeah. I very much held myself back in the lack of knowledge I had and yeah. even like even like simple stuff like what's a monologue I wasn't that bad but you know like yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um, so then when I sorry I'm going to stop because that, <laughs> <laughs> that threw me off big time what was that my feather's gone oh no it's here oh my god <laughs> If you're listening, um, <laughs> if you're listening, uh, I wear a feather. I wear a little necklace around my neck uh, that has a little steel feather on it, uh, which means a lot to me. <laughs> and as I was answering that question, I was uh, fiddling with <coughs> the, the, the piece of string that holds the feather and noticed my feather was gone <coughs> and stopped mid-answer. Yeah. <laughs> you did like a little face as well. It was like... A- yeah, and then like just like no, I've stopped. Sorry. I was talking, tried to keep going, and, and have had to stop. You were talking about how you Good. held yourself back. Yes. Yeah. Um, just wishing, or not even wishing, because I didn't even know, like I didn't even understand, like. And now I'm, I've been talking to people who are in their leaving cert now, and like they have great knowledge of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, so yeah, getting to Galway and then like going through my degree and as I said before and then getting to that decision of like oh I want to audition for the Lear now yeah and like I had like my lecturer who helped me but even like small questions like and like when you're auditioning for schools and stuff these small questions suddenly become huge questions they're like oh my god they asked me to print off my monologue should I print off my backup monologue yeah yeah, I don't know if I should print off my backup monologue oh they'll think I'm a fool if I don't print off my backup monologue yeah and just being like, I don't want to email them that because they'll think I'm stupid. But yeah, like, yeah, I, like yeah. as much as you're helping me, you don't know that either. And like, ah, and like something like that is like, if you ask me now, I'd be like, oh yeah, print it off, sure, what harm? Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Um, um, so then, yeah, so then once I got accepted and stuff, I was helping a few people, like like friends of mine and stuff who were auditioning and just having chats with them about the process and like picking their monologues and just really enjoying it and stuff. Yeah. And then those people, they did well in their auditions and they've not absolutely not taken credit for it, but like I, we helped them and like they would say thank you. And I was like, God, like I'm getting a real sense of like, thank God you got in, like I'm invested in your audition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then when I was coming up to like final year and stuff and I was like, oh, next year, like I'm going to be out in the industry and like it would be nice to like create work and stuff. And more and more people were getting touch in touch with me being like could you help me with auditioning and stuff could you have a chat with me I'm thinking about auditioning mm. like oh I don't know whether to do a conservatory training or a like a more theoretical degree can we have a chat about that and I was like yeah of course you can like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I'd like yeah. this I'd like this yeah 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 and I was getting like people like word was getting around about me <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. no like people who maybe weren't my friends from college were getting in touch with me and yeah, like yeah, yeah. just meeting new people and really enjoying it and being like oh like um, not that this will probably I doubt this will ever be my full time job but like if you find something you do you'll never work a day in your life and that yeah, was the thing I was yeah, meeting yeah. these people and talking to them and like really enjoying it and like getting a chance to reflect on my own training through mm. talking to them and like getting a chance to like look at Shakespeare monologues that I hadn't looked at before and like being forced to dig into them and look at them as an actor and it was improving me as well to the point where I was like, oh, I really want to give this a proper stab. I really, yeah. And it was a thing where like, I didn't want anyone to be as lost as I was back when I did my leave insert and not know what was out there and not miss out on an opportunity because they had a blind eye to it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and that's the thing like people like I was talking to friends and stuff and they were happy to reach out to me because they knew me and stuff and I was mm. like there's definitely people out there who don't know anyone in the Lear and stuff or yeah. who don't yeah, know yeah. anyone in Rada or Central or Lambda and stuff so I was like I'm going to set up this page and just like just have it there for people to reach out and mm. as much as I enjoy it like just for again like just to give someone like a compassionate ear to listen to yeah um, and that's why I went for the for the, for those of you who haven't seen the Key Theatre Instagram page I don't charge people really mm. I just do a pay what you can or a pay pay what you think I deserve yeah it's kind of like a donation yeah service, whether right? that's at yeah, the yeah. end of each session or whether that's at the end of our time together um just because I, I just really want it to be accessible to everyone Everyone, anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you're like, oh, I might audition for for the Gaiety, but I'm, I'm not sure if I, if I should. Just have it, let's have a chat about, like, yeah. where that would put you and the kind of stuff them guys do. Like, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about Rada, but Lambda's good. Well, maybe you could audition for both. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, like, claim to be a master of anything. I just claim to be someone who's been through it, who's had those worries and has gotten to the other side of it. Mm. And I often find with people when they reach out to me and stuff and they're asking me their questions and they're asking about just hearing that I went through the same worries and stuff puts them at ease. 100%, yeah. And I think that's, that's what I pride myself on is the fact that like at the end of every call, I think it's the person I've been talking to has gone, oh, no, I do. I feel much more yeah, relaxed, yeah, yeah. which is a huge thing going into an audition, feeling relaxed. Mm. Um, so that's kind of where it came from, from a yeah. space of like, knowing people are stressed out when they don't need to be yeah, yeah, yeah um and yeah it's just been really nice to like have the instagram page have people reaching out and i don't know that's the tiny little thing i can do in the world that's it you know what i mean exactly. well i think those like those those things that you know because you're right like and i think chatting to somebody particularly i feel like particularly because like you know you're a final year like to have that degree of kind of care and investment in somebody who hasn't even crossed the, the threshold of even getting in yet um, I think that's really important I think that's what I say yeah. to everyone I talk to and that's almost like another reason why I kind of put the donation thing in it because mm. I was like look if you reach out to me I'm on board I'm, I'm in your corner whether you want to talk to me every day every week if you want to talk to me once I'm there for you and like as much I because I was thinking about doing it like yeah that's why I have the donation thing there because I'm like you're paying for this like yeah, yeah, yeah use me as much as you want um just being fully invested and just having someone that you can text on Instagram being like should I print off my backup monologue yeah yeah yeah, yeah you should do you know what I mean <laughs> or like how about this speech because we've done like portfolio, portfolio development, development classes yeah, yeah. where I've learned so much about like oh well this is why this this and this speech might be better to look at than this one yeah. um so yeah. How do you approach the monologue stuff? Do you give people advice on like the acting? Do you do you talk mainly about monologue choices, which monologues to look at? Like what what's what's that capacity like? Yeah, so what I say is whatever position you're in, feel free to reach out. Whether that's you haven't even got your monologues yet. Yeah. Because I can help with that. Because even like I was talking to a guy this morning and just like even looking at his face, I was like, Oh, these are the plays that are popping into my head. Um yeah. Or like hearing his interests, I was like, now these are the plays that are popping into my head. Mm. Whereas if someone comes to me being like, okay, my audition is in two or three weeks. Here's what I'm doing. Can I yeah. show? Can I show you? And they'll show me. And like, I don't claim to be a director at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I claim to be like an actor who's gone through training. So what I would do is I'd often be like, okay, if I was approaching this speech, I'd see this line here and I'm looking at th- that word screech. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, I'd, I'd kind of talk being like, from one actor to another, this is how I would approach. These are the images I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, like to give an example, uh, one of the people I help out was working with Hermione speech from A Winter's Tale. Tale. Is yeah, that yeah, it? Yeah, and yeah. Um, in it, she talks about, she's given out to Leontes. Is that right? Leontes or Leontes? And she's in a court and she, she, she says, she basically says, uh, kill me if you want. The, bo- yeah, yeah, the yeah. bug in which you, I, I wish I could, you, I wish I could be like Hillary now and just list off. Yeah, 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 she's, yeah, like, yeah. she's basically like, what you're scaring me with, I don't care about, you can kill me. And, yeah, he, yeah, and yeah. here's why. And she says, first of all, you, I don't love you, or I don't love you anymore. Right. Second of all, you've taken my child away. And then third of all, you've taken my other child away. Yeah. And so me and, and this person started talking about like the three different types of love associate, like it was yeah, three yeah, different yeah. types of love, like his love or romantic love, the love of, of a child. I can't, I don't know how old that child is. And then the love of a newborn. Mm. And just talking about like, okay, well, let's, how do we play those three different types of love? And like yeah, even yeah, just yeah. pointing out that those three types of love are there. Yeah, and just seeing yeah, that's the kind of stuff we do. But I think that's the thing with audition monologues. Um, like the grass could always be greener. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like you're yeah, always yeah. like, yes, I have this speech, but I'm never gonna read every play in the world. Mm. But there's definitely a better speech out there, so I'm gonna keep looking. When you just need to like, like I don't know. When I was auditioning for drama school, anyway, I was like, okay, I found this speech. Now the work begins. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, which is yeah, yeah. It, which is isn't the best advice in the world but it's definitely like it stopped me from getting into this thing of like oh but there's better out there but there's better out there because I am quite a heady person and thinky person yeah um, whereas that one I found this speech and I was like right here I am now I'm going to make this speech work as opposed yeah. to it was a great speech but um, what one did you do? I did obviously because I was a young man I did the Walworth farce you know what I mean? yeah, <laughs> but yeah, then yeah, there was yeah. that stigma of like you can't audition with an end of Walsh monologue and I was like why the fuck not? Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's yeah. one of the best um, for a reason. Like, yeah. there's a reason everybody wants to use his speeches. Yeah. Um, it's also hard as well. I always found when we were in, I remember when we were in Foundation, we got like, we had a whole like audition prep module where we would do a mock audition as our, as our first round. I remember they were saying like, oh yeah, these monologues. And I remember people were always freaking out about like, oh, is this monologue overdone? And I'm like, but like they're bound to see loads of the same things, particularly when it comes to like Shakespeare and stuff. Um, that you might as well go out on a limb and choose ones that are a bit, bit out there, like. Yeah, I think the whole thing about like what's overdone and like stuff is, because even like coming up to our showcase and stuff, I brought in a Gar Private speech. Oh yeah. And I got the same kind of feedback, like oh, we've seen a lot of Gar Privates and stuff, and there is merit to that kind of advice. But I think it's it's nice to hear like oh, the person graduating from drama school is having the same worries as, like the person graduating from drama school is looking at his Gar Private monologue, being like, is it too overdone? Three years later, from yeah, when he yeah, was yeah. auditioning for drama school, looking at his Gar Private monologue, being like, is it too overdone? And just those worries don't go away. Yeah. No Which can just be like annoying, but also to be like, the worries are natural. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's kind of why I set up the thing. The key theatre? Yeah, more yeah. of like a reassurance to be like, what you're feeling is so normal. Mm. And I think to hear that, 
Um, goes a long way, like doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, and that goes across life. Do you know what I mean? In terms yeah. of like. <laughs> but I, I think what's funny about drama school is that like you kind of come in, like you, you, you. I remember, and it's the whole thing of David Horan saying that you come in and you, you think that all your problems are going to be solved, and then you meet all these different hurdles. And even though you're like there and you're trying to, you know, you're you're struggling with the whole the process of it and trying to like learn everything that they're throwing at you, and you know, you're kind of safe though for three years, you're safe from having to do the outside world. But I remember when I was in foundation, there was um, one of the th second years, I'm oh, sorry, one of the third years at the time was saying to me that, like, you've no idea how much we're in the same boat now, mm. of like trying to, and I was like, but you're grand, like you're sorted. You know what I mean? You're, 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 you've had the training and you're going out into the world now and you're doing showcase and you're happy out. But then like being in their position now, like, you know, I was like, it's just, it couldn't be more true or right, like, yeah. you know. And I think what I say when I'm talking to people or advising people or trying to take my own advice, I often say that it comes, like, all these worries and nerves about, like, oh, what if this monologue isn't the right choice for me? Oh, what if I'm, like, if it's too overdone? Mm. I think you need to keep reminding yourself that it comes from a place of passion. Yeah. And, like, your nerves actually, when you're dealing with something like acting, where you've gone, okay, I'm going to audition for um, the Lear, Rada, Lambda, um, any school. You've made that big decision to be like, this thing that I have taken as, um, as enjoyment, as a method of escape, mm. um, to like finish school and be like, oh, thank God that's over. I can go rehearse my play with my friends. Yeah. To make that decision to be like, oh, I'm going to try and make a life out of this yeah. is a huge decision. Sure. And it comes, like, you make that decision out of passion to be like, I actually can't see myself doing anything other than this. Mm. And so that's why you're worrying so much about, like, it needs to be the right speech. It needs to be this because there's no plan B. Like, I want to be an actor. It, and that comes from a place, as, as I said, like, love and passion. Yeah. And that's why you feel nervous. And that's why you can pull your hair and be like, why can't I find a speech? Yeah. yeah I think yeah. it's important to tell yourself, the reason I feel these nerves is because I love it so much. Yeah. Um, he says as he pulls his hair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Still looking for a showcase monologue. But that's um, the thing, and I think it's, it's. I feel like, you know, there. Like I think, I don't. Know, I think I, I, somebody once said, somebody was talking about before. Like there's like the big auditions, and then there's the small auditions. But I feel like every audition feels massive. And like I think Brian Cranston said something before. He was like, you know, you just like I eventually learned to treat auditions as like an opportunity to showcase something or like to show work or to you know have a bit of a performance in the middle of the day yeah and i was like that's all well and good for you to say because now you're getting offers fly like flying at left right and center whereas like you know it's undoubtedly that you you know you do have like i'm a auditioning for drama school I, as much as i tried to put to the back of my mind oh it doesn't matter there was still that like you know really want and need yeah. to get it right because you know, it's it's all about impressions, like and making good impressions. You know? Yeah, I think that thing about what you're saying about big and small auditions, um, is really. Like, I don't want to say like, do I agree or disagree, but like I think it's. I often think about like, I don't know the person. The person auditioning for drama school just wants to get in. The person yeah. who who wants to get in wants to get a lead role in their third year show. Yeah. The person who has the lead role wants to get an agent. The person with an agent wants to get a part. The person with a part wants a bigger part. The yeah, person yeah, with the yeah. bigger part wants a feature film. The person with the feature film wants an Oscar. It's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like those dolls that like, 
Do you know the Russian dub. You take yeah, it yeah, smaller, yeah, yeah, smaller. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's just, again, it's something I say to the people I talk to and stuff. You're where you're where you are, and it, like, yeah. it's okay to like be nervous about that and be like, well, this means the world to me. Mm. Whereas the thing you're like the stage you're at means the world to you because that's what gets you from A to B and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's always handy. It's always nice to have somebody to be like, you know, even just say something as simple as, well, you know. Like exactly that, like the three different things. It's like, oh fuck, I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, you know? and because that's, I think you can get caught up in like the right way to do the monologue, which just isn't a thing. Do you no. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like especially with Shakespeare. Like I remember from working with Shakespeare. Like one of the girls in the class, one time I said, "Do you think this line means this?" And she was like, "I don't know where you get these interpretations from." Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, but she yeah. was like, "Valid interpretation." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's yeah. just no right way and. I often get into like a really nice healthy discussion of like oh this could mean this and this could mean this and then the person I'm talking to starts coming up with new stuff and it just gets the wheel the cogs yeah, oiled yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. yeah that's the thing is as well as like without it like I think the hardest thing about auditions is that there's no right way to do it like well no you can have a bad audition but even if you do a great audition I think that's that, that's the hard thing about it that you know you know that at the end of it as well as you can do, the result might not be what you want. And it, like, the thing of what you're saying, like, it's out of your control. Um, what was that, what's that phrase? It's like, it's your job to lose, or like, you know, it's, it's kind of like Schrodinger's, what's the Schrodinger's cat? Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's cat? cat is, if you put a cat in a box. It's either dead or alive. Yeah, but you don't know. Yeah, so it's like that with an audition. It's like, it's kind of you, I don't know if it is. <laughs> no, but no, because you go into an audition and like... Oh, until you find out. And until yeah, you find yeah, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like, you have the job, but you don't have the job as well. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like fair game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a really hard thing to... to I think manage. you just need to like... Oh, I've got such a funny story about my... Like when I was auditioning. And this is such an example of like, you just need to throw yourself in and like what happens will happen. Yeah. Like my second round for the Lear... Sue, Sue Mythen, the, 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 move, the head of movement at the Lear, came in and did a workshop with us. Yeah. And later that day, we were performing um, our monologues, a monologue we had brought in for the third round. Yeah. And so we were doing an exercise, and she had us lying on the ground, and she goes, now think about the character um, that, you're, that you think, the character you're performing later on. Now think about what animal they would be if they were an animal. Um, and I was, I was just lying there, not knowing where this was going. Yeah. And just instantly went turtle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously a turtle. And that was it. Like in the yeah, moment, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. came. And I went here. I am. I'm not going to overthink this. Turtle. Bang. I have yeah. my answer. What's next, Sue? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so she started talking about like if your character was an animal what would it be and so I was lying there turtle and she, she kept talking for a while and she talked us through our whole body and then she went I want you now to rise up as that animal and so there was what What would, there would have been 20, 25 audition, 20, auditionees yeah, yeah, yeah. in the yeah, room yeah, yeah. and so me in that moment I was a turtle like yeah, I yeah, was yeah. fully invested that I was a turtle so I was li- I, whatever way I had ended up in the room I was right in front of all the people auditioning us rose up at like the slowest speed you could think of like rose up in the shell yeah, yeah. and then slowly like brought one hand out of the shell 
And then all I could hear was, <laughs> and I realised the whole place was going manic. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was lions, tigers, bears, oh my. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Gorillas, like people were pounding each other, climbing on walls. And then it was in that moment where I went, oh fuck, I'm a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, I'm a turtle. And I was like, I can't do, I, I can't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. do cool jumps or anything. I'm yeah. just a fucking turtle. <laughs> And it was such a moment where I'm like, oh, I'm here now. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and like, thinking back on it, the eyes were probably drawn to me. Like in yeah, my, yeah, in yeah, my yeah. head, I was like, oh, I'm some boring bastard you know, <laughs> yeah, with my yeah, shell. Yeah. And like, I just fully then had to invest. And then they were like, they were like, eat, eat, hunt. So everyone was like, <laughs> and I was there like, Biting a tulip really slowly, <laughs> but like fully like putting it into my teeth and tongue and neck and that's the thing. Like, had yeah. you have asked me three hours ago what position would I be in, I don't think I would have been like I'm going to be a turtle surrounded by predators. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Like, I, I easily in my head I was going fucking turtle. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah, I can't yeah. do. I can't go nuts. But they were probably looking at my. Stillness and like commitment to the shell. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. well, that's the thing. I mean, like, if if, if the whole room is <laughs> if the whole room is like jumping around and being mad, like you're obviously gonna look at the fella who isn't and wondering why. Like and that was the thing, because then she was like, "Oh, interact with each other." <laughs> and so you had dogs fighting and tigers eating deers, and everyone was just not much I can do with the turtle guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think some guy fucking came up and growled at me, and I just had to like get into my shell. Yeah, yeah. And even he was like, "You've thrown me under the bus here." Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I remember. Yeah, I remember. It was a thing. Uh, do you know Donald Finn at all? Would you have heard? Yeah, of him? yeah, I've heard of him. All right. He was. He came and he did an audition workshop with me and like a group of us when I was like. I don't know, like 16, 17. And he said one thing, he was like, be, be interested as opposed to being interesting. Mm -hmm. And I genuinely think like, that's such a val like it's such an important thing because- Not like, just for auditions, even now. Even now, like, you know what I mean? I think it's, because you know, you, you, if you're so, I, I really do believe that if you're so invested in something you're doing and like you're if you're so completely enamored with that that it, it, it physically can't be bad like it can't because you if you put every ounce of yourself into it then it's like these things that you see with artists like uh, like like music musicians who like are year, like wait years in between re releasing albums mm. and then when you release when you listen to the album because they've been working on it for like five years and that's all they've been working on. You're like, you're so in heavily invested in it and you're like, Jesus, like the amount of time and care that's been put into this. And if you really commit to being a turtle, which I did, which you did, then that's gonna, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think especially for, uh, if, we're, if we're speaking about drama school auditions, which we are, that particularly is that idea of being interested is what's important. Yeah. Like. Uh, like you need to remember and, and something I had to just give myself a slap in the wrist and remind myself of that you're auditioning for a three year training program you're not auditioning yeah. for a show do you know what I mean yeah, so exactly. they're, they're looking for interest not um, perfection yeah exactly but yeah yeah
I suppose the tricky thing with auditions is that like there's no formula to a good one and yet there is one like the formula is just being yourself which always sounds so cliched I would say do you know what I mean Lachlan has a good term um, the best version of yourself yeah um, yeah, yeah. which I think is because I think you can go into a drama school audition with a need and a want to prove yourself and be like look look I can I can be what you want yeah which first of all just isn't what they're looking for at all they're looking they don't know what they want they're, they're, yeah, that's yeah. why they have these auditions because they're they're trying to find like and that's all you can do is give the best version of yourself especially in the interview yeah and this is a huge bit of advice this is going to make the cut um, <laughs> <laughs> we have to start um is I've paused now I think the interview is a um a huge <laughs> <laughs> oh we've gone a bit loose yeah, yeah we've gone rogue we got to turtles and we peaked that's the, name. <laughs> that's the name of the episode Carl Ryan the loose one um a huge chunk of advice I would give to all you drama graduate podcast listeners and potential auditionees the first round audition is often a contemporary monologue a classic monologue and an interview yeah and I think I've seen people and I've been like oh what 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 happens in the audition and they'd be like oh I do my Shakespeare I do my contemporary and then they ask me a few questions at the end and I'm like ah and I like, yeah. let's hold up there back uh, <laughs> and I think as much as your performances are what you should put your work into and like I think and a huge chunk of advice I would give is give some time to thinking about that interview mm. what might they ask me and not even like you're prepping for an exam so you can spew out your answer that's yeah, not what yeah. I'm saying I'm just saying like have a think about like okay I'm auditioning for drama schools why am I auditioning for drama schools what yeah. have I seen before that has inspired me to audition for drama schools what do I want out of drama schools I think that would give you a healthy reminder to be like, okay, like this gets me excited for this. But also, when questions come your way, you're ready for them, and, yeah, and it, yeah, it becomes yeah. a conversation as opposed to like streaming off answers that you've prepared. So I would say, if the school of your choice or schools of your choices do go along that formula of classical contemporary interview, I would be dividing concentration to 33 and a third, 33 and a third, 33 and a third. There, it, I think the interview is just as important. Yeah, it is. Um, because I, I was, I remember when I came out of my first round of the Lear, was not happy with how it went. Mm. You know, like, full disclosure, I think I fluffed a couple of my Shakespeare lines. Yeah, yeah. I think I was, I was doing Proteus. And it was such a thing where, like, um, they were like, oh, off you go. Which one do you want to start with? And I was like, classical, let's get, let's get the classical out of the way. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I tore off and it was just, just I don't know what it was. I think, because I had done the monologue so many times that I just kind of rushed into it or something. And yeah, it was Proteus yeah, yeah. from Two Gentlemen of Verona. And I was like, even as one heat, another heat expels. Or as one nail by strength drives out another, gone. Everything was gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. went, drives out another. I'm going to start that again, folks. Um, <laughs> I didn't say that, obviously. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I went, okay, is it okay if I start that again? And they were like, yeah, of course. So then just gave myself that breath that yeah, I didn't give yeah, yeah. the first time around and then did it. And yeah. then, do you know what? Looking back on it, they probably respected it. They probably went, okay, this guy has taken his time to be like, we can he see. He knows what he needs. Like, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He has enough self awareness to be like, this isn't going to plan. Yeah. I've waited a while for this audition. I'm going to start again. 
And then, yeah, just I, I think I had a chair for my contemporary one. So then in, while I was grabbing the chair, I was like, sorry about that, guys. Uh, <laughs> I got my chair and did my, um, my contemporary speech. So then once that happened, I was like, I'm, I'm gone. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I can't believe yeah, yeah. I fluffed it. But I think in the interview, because I had thought about it and thought about it to an extent where I, did, I hadn't learned off answers or anything, but I had like fully thought about like the hunger I had for it and, and how much I did want to pursue this. Mm. And I think that shined in my interview and came across. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what I mean about the best version of yourself. Yeah. Do you think that doing key theatre has set you up nicely for when we graduate and we're auditioning for things? Or do, or do you view like drama school auditions and auditions for jobs as a different keel or do you find like you've, what, what do you think you've learned from doing it? I think one thing I've learned from doing it so far is how much I don't take my own advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really like, like I'll be talking to someone and I'll, I'll be saying something like, what you've shown me there is good, like take confidence in your work. And then in my head, I'll be like, well, why don't you take confidence in your work, Carl? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh. yeah. Um, so that it's been a really nice reminder to hear me say such like praising things to like these people who are reaching out and like yeah, being yeah. like, okay, so that's up there. And like, I need to like maybe take that on a bit more for myself. Yeah. And that's been a lovely learning curve about it. And like, putting up the Instagram page and giving it more of an official stamp has given me more of an opportunity to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so it's been a nice thing in terms of, because I've been doing it a lot more now, talking to people, say stuff that we do in college, I'll be like, right, what would I say to someone who was talking to me in a, in a key theatre session? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like, done wonders for me upstairs, I think. Um, mm. But... Um, yeah, look, in terms of, like, would I, would I attach, like, a, an audition for a play or a film in the same as drama school? Yeah, I would, in the sense that, like, I think I talked about it earlier. Um, about how, like, we do this out of passion. And, like, yeah, 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 yeah. it's the same, like, me auditioning for a play next year. It, it, I'm going to have the same nerves and the same want as the person who is starting their drama school journey. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the nice thing. I think that's the thing I try and tell anybody who I'm talking to um, that the training is great but the feelings are always the same and the only thing that's different is that you know you're, you're probably better equipped to go into these things but you know the, 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 the nerves that you have when you're auditioning for drama school they're not like they're not extinct when you go into drama school yeah. do you know what I mean the, the, it's mad like it's, it's such a thing. Um, and I heard one of my favourite actors saying this, and he said it, and I was like, oh my God, me too. Like, I remember we did a second year devising project um, last year. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. Was it last year? I don't know, when. October. Or, yeah. Um, so last year, yeah. And it was a thing where it was a comedian at the show and I was backstage and I had like a ridiculous little cardigan on and a big wig and a big face of makeup. And I was sitting backstage beside one of the girls and I was just like, tonight's the night I get find out. I found out, what? I don't know why I do this. I don't feel happy about this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And like the nerves were just so, and I was yeah, like, this yeah. shouldn't be happening. Like I'm in second year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get found out tonight. And then seconds later, I'm on stage, like giving this huge comedian performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
something happens though, doesn't it, when you get on the stage? Like, because, you know, you're obviously yourself, but you've got so many other things to be thinking about that you can't think about, you can't like comment on what you're doing. So when you get yeah. out there, it's like two different people. Like, you know, anything that we've done that I've been like, oh, I'm so, like, this is just not going my way at all. And then when you get out there and you just commit so wholeheartedly, it's like having two personalities. But that's, I mean? that's what I think about, like when I say it comes from, the nerves are coming from a good place. Like, yeah. like I was sitting backstage so nervous because because I love doing it. And yeah. I, I want to love it and I want to be happy when I come off. And that's the same with an audition. Like you're sitting there nervous because you want to get in. Like, yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Like don't... Like, I know people can be like, F sake, like, I've got, like, talking to me, and I'm like, Carl, like, I'm so nervous, and, like, I'm getting annoyed because I'm throwing myself off. Like, forgive yourself. Yeah, yeah. Here's me, like, this is what I mean. Like, I talk like this, and I'm like, Carl, you forgive yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think as well, like, I think it's nice, though. I think it's nice that, you know, all these things that you're saying to people, you have to say to yourself as well. Mm. Because it means that you're not, it's not coming from a place of entitlement or ego. It's a very genuine place that, you know. I think it's a place of similarity, really. Very much so. Like, I wish that, like, you know, there's some moments that I've had, particularly in the last year, where I'm like, you know what, I could really fucking do with listening to my own podcast. Because, like, all those things that I do it, but then you're like, oh, do you know? Mm. What was it like then? What was it like when you got the call? What was it like when I got the call? I was woken up, I remember. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember specifically, because it was the day after. And um, it was like, it was that thing where I was like, oh, bloody phone. Bloody phone! <laughs> like, that was the thing. <laughs> and, like, hopping out of bed and trying not to sound like I had just woken up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, like, like, yeah, it's... I think it's that thing where, like, it doesn't... It doesn't sink in initially, first of all. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it, it was... I, I feel like trying to talk about it, I won't do it justice. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, that was the main thing that I was like, oh, this phone. And then I was like, ah, oh, this phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember being offered the spot and just like, just a real like sense of like, the job was done. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah, like, yeah, there, yeah. like, thank, not even thank God. Cause as I said, like, I love the audition process, but it was just, it's long, like, yeah, it's, it's a bit grueling. Like, and I think that's it. Like, it was, um, again, trying to, like, recall on this memory. Because I've talked a lot about, like, oh, I was this this young lad doing plays in rural Tipperary where I played a 40-year-old doctor and they yeah, yeah, yeah. put brill cream in my hair and <laughs> gave me a pair of glasses to then being this guy in NUIG, like, running around with seven scripts. Yeah. Um, and knowing about the Lear all the time and that being, like as far as I, my career was that time, that being, like, an end goal, or, like, the next phase, to, yeah, like, finally yeah, yeah, be, yeah. like, oh, like, I've now started this, and I can go on, like, it was, yeah. ju- it was, it was, yeah, it was a great, like, point, yeah, like, to be, like, okay, I've taken a step here, yeah, um, and it's been, it's, it's relief as well, because, you know, I think, 
I really, I really feel, you know, I really feel for the auditionees now because it's such a long process. And I often, when I hear people doing their first round, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, like, it's such a long wait before you even, like, find, like, and if you, particularly people who do, like, first, second, and third round, because I feel like every step further you get, it's almost like, you know, it, it kind of feels like you're wearing explosives. And if you move too much, it might blow up. You're like really trying so hard to stay calm and focused while knowing that the fucking, what does the thing that Ronan Fielding used to say? The Sword of Damocles is like. The what? The Sword of Damocles. I was out that day, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that thing of like, you're there and you're like, okay, no, this is good. I'm doing good. I'm focused. I'm just treating this as a single day. But then you also know that you could get caught at any point. Yeah. Um, but also there's something that... Uh, I that's only like looking back in it, I feel like. When you're yeah. in it, you don't think about it as much. Yeah, I don't think... You'd, like, I tried to... I tried, and I tried to tell... I tried when I was there, and I tried to tell the people that are going into auditions. I'm like, look, after the work I put in with them, I, I'm rooting for them to get in. I believe they can get in, but I'm like, yeah, look, but- if you don't, you're getting a full day in the Lear. You're getting a four-hour workshop in the Lear. Like, try enjoy that as much as you can try learn from that and try try build from that and look if it doesn't go your way well look that's something you got do you know what I mean exactly yeah. um, I think actually one th- in terms of going back to receiving the call I remember when it finally sunk in because you get the call like in the morning like I hadn't even had a cup of tea and stuff and I was like thanks and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it was that emotional like what and like, it fully sunk in it was such a like a nice memory for me I remember how I celebrated getting in was uh, I bought my Nalgene, my purple Nalgene. Oh, it's yeah. a, my, you still have that? Yeah, yeah, my lovely water bottle. I bought, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bought that to celebrate getting in. And I also went to my favourite restaurant in Galway, which was Papa Rich. Papa Rich, if you're listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Endorsement. Yeah. Um, and I went to go see The Delinquent Season. Do you know that film? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I went to go see that and get a, and a Papa Rich uh, with some friends. And that's how I celebrated it. And I think that's when it sunk in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was just a really nice thing to like watch this Irish film. Um, knowing what was ahead of you. Knowing that I was going, yeah. yeah. Um, that's how I celebrated. What are you excited about for next year? Stepping out? In, yeah, like, yeah, Graduating? Yeah. yeah. Um... Well, for me, in terms of like, if, if I don't speak artistically for a while, in terms of my life, I've been under the roof of education my whole life. <laughs> I have, like I was in school and then I went from my leaving cert to a degree and then I finished one degree and went straight into another. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, if, that's actually not what I'm excited about, it's the opposite. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's my first time where I won't be uh, in college, yeah. which is like... It's a big... Like, I feel like it's another step for me now to be, like, to be out in the world and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't hide anymore as much as I'd like to. Mm. Or maybe I'll start looking at masters. I don't like... <laughs> um, I, I call you a week afterwards. It's like, how are you getting out with everything? It's like, oh, I'm, going, I'm fucking going to UCD in September. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm just, like... It's just such a thing, like, and you just kind of need to try and embrace, like, stepping into the unknown and stuff, like... I'm excited to like tape I'm excited to to like well, first of all I'm excited to see shows again whenever things get back up and running and stuff yeah. like I feel like um, I'm just excited but with that said like I am trying to 
all of a sudden I'm in third year now do you know what I mean I'm like mm. what? where'd that go yeah. so I am just trying to like enjoy the last the last we still have what six or seven months but like yeah. just enjoy the last chunk here and try to get as much as I can out of it um, I don't know if, where we are now going into like showcase season and industry jibber jabber um, it can be easy to like question your future and stuff and I think like we were chatting yesterday about like I've fallen into that pit a few weeks ago where I was yeah, like yeah. help and yeah. now like I've climbed out of it and I'm going to try stay out of it and just try take it in my stride and mm-hmm. um, so in terms of my future I'm just going to try take it day by day at the moment do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I'm here recording a podcast looking at my basketball and I'm going to go shoot some hoops <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> people from Tipperary like, shooting hoops <laughs> Get that man a Hurley. Um, what are you doing? <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> up, Get that man a Hurley. Carl Rain, thank you very, very much. No hassle.